He goes up to him and he says, hey, you know, I saw a dream last night. What do you think about that? What's the interpretation of that? And then Joseph interprets it and says that what that means is that you're going to die in three days and be crucified. And wow. the birds are going to eat from your head. The man says, um, you're a liar because I never saw that. Actually, I was tricking you. Oh, and wow. then Joseph's response was, It's done. How are you, my dear sister Alexandra Mary Foreman? I'm good, thank you, Father. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining me. So, um, today we want to talk about a topic that's extremely important to you, you know, and to a lot of people, and it should be important to everybody. And uh, that is the topic of dreams. Uh, now, I know that uh, this is uh, a topic that you are really passionate about, uh, especially because you've been gifted uh, with uh, the ability to see very vivid dreams on an almost nightly basis. Um, why don't you give us a few words for our viewers about uh, you know, your relationship with dreaming? Um, sure. Yeah, I think um, my relationship with dreaming is its just something that's really important to me. Um, I've always felt like there's meaning behind dreams, but I didn't really understand it. Um, and now I just feel like that's a communication with God um, where I can get messages. Um, I don't always understand them myself, but um, yeah, it's just something that's very important to me and it means a lot to me. Good. So uh, today we're going to look at uh, the history of dreaming, uh, like how dreaming came to be and what its purpose is. Uh, we'll look at the types of uh, dreams uh, that people have and uh, what else can the tool of dreaming or seeing be used for. Um, so uh, in terms of dreaming, the narrations of Muhammad and the family of Muhammad uh, peace be upon them, uh, they state that there was a time uh, where human beings were on the earth and they didn't dream at all. Uh, in fact, they they would go to sleep and they would wake up and it would be, you know, they wouldn't see anything. Um, and there was a prophet that was sent to them. And this prophet was Prophet Adam, and he began to tell them about uh, this 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 other world uh, that people go to um, when they're resurrected from the dead, like uh, you know, and 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 that there's a hereafter, there's a paradise, there's a hellfire. He was describing uh, these things to them, warning them, you know, and giving them glad tidings of uh, the world to come. And uh, the people, uh, you know, when they when they looked at the, their dead ones, um, they would see that, you know, that they would go to sleep. Um, they would never wake up. Uh, their bones, uh, you know, would manifest. Their their skin would decay, and uh, they thought to themselves, uh, "This can never be. We have never seen anybody from our dead raised back up again." 
you know, uh, what you're saying, we're not sure if it's true. And so uh, God made the prophet tell them to go to sleep. And tonight he will show you uh, without a shadow of a doubt that there is a world uh, beyond. And wow. then the people went to sleep. And that is when they saw the very first dream. Each and every one of them saw uh, scenes uh, in that world while they were asleep. And then they came to believe after that, that it is possible. Wow. So the origin of dreaming started off actually, uh, you know, with a prophet. And it was the first prophet. Uh, before that, they, they didn't dream. And its purpose was to kind of uh, give them a communication with God and serve as a window uh, for people to get a glimpse of a world that's uh, to come and to kind of show people how um, it's the spirit that would disconnect from the body and go on to enjoy uh, this world before they couldn't understand that. After they had the dreams, they understood that, okay, well, there's this aspect of me then that travels out of my body uh, when I'm in a state of sleep or after death and that can uh, see different things even though my eyes are not open and they can hear different things uh, you know, in another world, even though my my ears in this physical world uh, can't hear them. Uh, so that is the origin of it. And it continued uh, to serve after that as a tool for prophecy, whereby um, God would send uh, people messages uh, in the dream. See, sleep and death are their brothers. And this is a hadith uh, from the Prophet Muhammad. He said that uh, sleep is the, is the brother of death. Um, the difference between the two is that in one of them, which is sleep, the soul leaves the body, uh, but it's still connected to it. Yeah, so if you imagine like an umbilical cord that's connected or a rope that's connected between the, the or a, a ray of light that's connected between the uh, body and between the spirit. Uh, so the spirit travels outside of the body. It goes into the layers of the of the heavens above or the skies above, and it is in those layers uh, where there exist these other worlds and these images that and these news that people are able to get a glimpse of. You can't see it with your physical body uh, because physical, you know, our physical eyes only perceive like five percent of all light, but the spirit outside of the body, it gets to see these other uh, worlds that are existing uh, simultaneously in our uh, skies or heavens above. And uh, that's why the the jinn, uh, if if you know in the hadith of the Prophet Muhammad and, and in the Quran, it says that they uh, ascend into the skies uh, in order to hear news of the unseen. They're spying right? They're trying to grab information from the ether, from the heavens above. And it says what it's, uh, the Prophet Muhammad says in the Quran says that, um, you know, whenever they try to steal news from those areas, they're hit by comets, all right? So, so now we have, we have uh, something from the unseen, which is taking place uh, in our physical skies, 
which is these jinn that are uh, invisible to our eyes, that are stealing information, uh, which then information is also uh, invisible to our physical eyes. Uh, but there's these comets that we can see, and and uh-huh. and it's known in Islam that any time a person will see a comet uh, in the sky, that's because it was aimed as a as a weapon. So uh-huh. uh, the comet kind of um, penetrates uh, different worlds. Okay, and this is a concept which is very important uh, for uh, people to understand. And even in Al Hafta Sharif and some of the other sacred manuscripts. Uh, of the Ahlul Bayt uh, the sun, the moon, the planets, uh, they're described as looking that way or appearing that way, uh, that we see them as these, um, you know, cir- circular, round, spherical objects that are in the sky that shine, um, that we think of as planets, but in other worlds or outside of the physical body, they take on a different uh, appearance, right? Wow. So um, the the soul during sleep, he will ascend just like the jinn have the ability to do outside of the body, and it will get information uh, from the heavens and depending on how high uh, they can go, uh, uh, you know, how high they can go into the sky or which uh, level of, of heavens does it reach, that's how much information they have access to. And so somebody like Balam ibn Bawra, who was a prophet uh, at, this, at the status of Moses, but for the Gentiles, for the non-Jews, um, it says about him in the Islamic narrations um, that he was able to see everything underneath the throne of God, meaning that he had reached to the highest point in the uh, in the heavens uh, above, so he could see everything in the seven heavens. Uh, so he had access to like a lot of information because his soul, um, you know, had the ability to travel uh, so far, and. Uh, the more further up you get, the more accurate accurate the information is. Uh, the lower levels, uh, where where you know, if in this physical dunya uh, skies, if your spirit is in this area, uh, sometimes the information uh, is incorrect or not all of it's correct uh, because it it gets tainted uh, by the shayateen by the devils and so other narrations from the they explain that what happens sometimes is that a soul will go up it will get information see a vision uh, that's from god and on its way back down uh, to its body uh, the shaitans or the devils will come and they'll try to throw a piece of misinformation mixed with the true information uh, uh-huh. that they gathered and one example of this was um a, a vision that Fatima al-Zahra had in, in one narration. So uh, basically, Fatima, the daughter of the Prophet Muhammad, the wife of Amir al-Mu'mineen, uh, she wakes up from this dream, right? And she's extremely disturbed by it, but she don't say anything. And then um, the Prophet Muhammad comes to her and they go on a walk uh, together, you know. And as they're walking, as she's walking with her father uh, down the road, um, she sees something and then she starts, you know, to cry. And then, uh, you know, the Prophet's asking her what's wrong. She doesn't say anything. They continue walking and, uh, you know, the further they 
go along the road, she's becoming more and more terrified, more and more hysterical. Until uh, finally she confesses to her father that she had this dream, you know, and she says that I, I had this dream where we were doing exactly as we're doing now. You came to pick me up. We went on a walk. We passed by this. We passed by that. Everything that I saw in the dream is exactly as it's taking place now. Except that in the end of the dream, you know, you had died. You know, and, and, and I'm afraid now. And that's why I'm crying because, and that's why I'm sad because, because I don't want you to die, my father. Right? So uh, when the Prophet Muhammad, uh, he heard this, uh, he uh, summoned forward the devil. Uh, he calls him forward and the devil uh, comes and appears in front of the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him and his family. And uh, he, he asks him, are you the one that's uh, responsible for what my daughter saw? And then the devil confesses that, yes, he is. So, um, you know, the Prophet spits and, and expels him and he puts Fatima's heart at ease um, that not to believe in that. And then the verse from the Quran came down that verily al-Najwa uh, is from the shaitan, you know, meaning verily bad dreams are from the devil in order to make those who believe sad, uh, but don't pay attention to them. They don't have uh, any authority over you except uh, for what God, uh, you know, permits. And so this verse came down about this bad dream uh, that Fatima had had. And in this bad dream, uh, she had saw a premonition, uh, a prophecy of the very events that were to take place that day, except that there was a detail about it that was wrong, that was added into her dream by the, the devil. And the reason why the devil uh, does these things is to get us in a state of depression and to make us sad. Um, so uh, that's interesting now that we know, and now we know that all bad dreams that make us sad are automatically uh, infiltrated by the devil, like he twisted, um, you know, something in it to make us sad. So anything that makes us feel bad, we automatically uh, disregard it, and, and we seek refuge uh, with God from the devil. And that's actually why um, in the hadith from the Prophet Muhammad, were commanded, were told um, that if you wake up and 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 you have a dream that's a bad dream, the thing that you do is kind of that you look over your shoulder and you spit three times, right, to kind of uh, uh, you know expel the devil from there as a reminder that all bad dreams uh, come from the devil. The God is above and beyond. Uh, using uh, the, you know, his communications, these precious moments where his creatures, uh, you know, receive information from him. Uh, he doesn't use these moments to terrify um, human beings. Yeah. Uh, God is uh, above and beyond that. And he's gentle and he's peaceful and he's loving and he's kind. Uh, but the, the one who does seek to make people sad and terrify them is always the devil. Yeah. All right. So that's a, a comforting uh, piece of information and a key that I think all believers should uh, keep and put in their in their in their pockets. So then we we get to 
Okay, then then what about real dreams or true dreams uh, from God? Like what 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 categories, you know, or or dreams in general? What other categories uh, are they uh, broken down uh, to? And we have we have three categories. We have dreams that are true dreams. We have dreams that are warnings, and we have dreams that are reflective dreams. Okay, and. So true dreams are dreams that are purely from God that have an, an untainted message. The devil did not infiltrate it. And, and these are the types of dreams that you, you wake up from and there's like a glad tidings in it. Uh, you might have woken up from the dream. You might have asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, if this Tao is true uh, please show me uh, that this Tao is true. And then the person goes to sleep and he has a vision of the Prophet Muhammad or he has a vision of Jesus or one of the prophets and they're confirming or putting their hearts at ease that, um, you know, that this, this path is the true path. An example uh, from the Quran of a true dream that would be, for example, the dream of Joseph when he wakes up as a child and he says to his father Jacob, Verily, I saw uh, 11 planets and the sun and the moon. I saw them that they were all prostrating to me. So this is a glad tidings uh, from God to Joseph. Uh, it felt good. It meant good. Uh, it meant that, you know, that he... Uh, would have a special position uh, in the future. So this is this is the the true dream uh, from God, and it's the angels that carry this news, and they're they're bringing it down into the heavens, and the spirit is going up, and so the spirit takes this news uh, from the angels that are showing it uh, to the spirit, and 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 the spirit successfully. Um, brings it back down to the body and it remains in the in the conscious uh, mind. Uh, somebody had asked before, uh, this is just a side note before we continue into the types of dreams, uh, you know, why is it that people forget dreams? Uh, and uh, Imam Ahmed Hassan, he clarified that the main reason why people don't remember their dreams, there are two reasons really why people don't remember their dreams. One they don't remember the dreams because uh, of sins. So too many sins, uh, actively disobeying God and doing things that are against the uh, moral consciousness of a human being, right? Like the good, um, the good conscious of a human being, uh, doing things that you know are forbidden by God to do, hurting other people, uh, hurting yourself, all of these acts will uh, cause there to be a blockage. You'll be cut off from the kingdoms of the of the heavens. You'll be unable to um, uh, remember uh, your dreams that you that you have at night. Uh, and another reason why uh, people don't necessarily dream or have dreams, although everybody kind of, um, you know, has dreams, but it's just more about the remembering of the dreams or how much of the, you know, how far you can go in the heavens in order to obtain, uh, you know, full truths or, or to what extent are the dreams 
important, but a factor is also the amount of DMT that exists uh, in a person, in a human being. Uh, so DMT, it's kind of uh, this substance that's produced naturally in the brain. It's released uh, when a human being dies, and there are many books about it. And it also uh, can be manufactured and, and made into a, a, uh, a f like a drug form that people can, can use that induces uh, these visions. Uh, so it is this substance, you know, some people are born with a lot of it uh, and some people don't have a lot of it. And the people that have a lot of it uh, tend to uh, dream more and they're actually also more sensitive uh, to uh, drugs in general. Uh, and they're more, they're more psychic, so to speak, right? Because of this substance. And uh, this is the spirit molecule um, that uh, books have been written about and that the prophets and the messengers referred to, although they didn't refer to it, obviously, as uh, DMT, because, um, you know, and that's, that's a whole episode that we're going to uh, talk about in the future. But these are the reasons why a person might, might have more dreams than normal, um, you know, and or uh, why they might not remember uh, their dreams. Um, other examples of of uh, of the types of dreams are uh, the the warning dreams and and so sometimes uh, we will get a dream uh, that is that is not necessarily like a bad dream um, but it's a dream that makes us like stop and think for a moment right these dreams that um, uh, are we see something in it uh, that kind of a little bit like um, you know uh, causes us to change our lifestyle or our path uh, makes us question it and and kind of move in the in the opposite direction and these are dreams that are also from God and uh, God gives it to a human being and sometimes they might be. Um, um, you know, dreams that make us uncomfortable, but not like afraid. They're not like scary dreams, gory dreams, or or uh, dreams that uh, you know. But it's like a little bit of a of a chastisement of a dream, uh, yeah. whereby a person um, you know might see himself, for example, uh, walking down uh, you know a dark forest one night, you know, and uh, and you know, or he might see in a dream all of his friends leaving him and him being left alone, something of this nature, you know, and when the person wakes up from this dream, he knows, or she knows why it is that they saw this particular dream. Uh, and immediately, they attribute it to some sort of behavior or action uh, that they have uh, made, you know, they're like, Oh, that happened, because I was really mean to my friends, or I did this or this, you know, so it's kind of like a, a warning dream to tell them, hey, correct this or else it's going to lead um, to a bad place. Okay. Uh, and usually God sends these corrective dreams uh, to individuals that he sees in them goodness and he sees in them a potential uh, to be on the right path. And dreams in general, uh, all good dreams that come from God, its ultimate purpose is to guide people to the straight path. Um, and uh, people will continue to see good dreams as long as there is any goodness in them. 
or any hope of them actually uh, believing uh, in God. And so by that, we know that true dreams are accessible for, um, you know, for Muslims. So they're accessible for Christians. They're accessible for Jews, Hindus, Buddhists, atheists, anybody who, even if they're in a really dark place today or they're non-believers today, have the potential to eventually one day believe because they are of a good nature, they can have access to a true dream. So true dreams is not something which is exclusive or these communications with God is not something which is exclusive only um, uh, to, the, to the believer. Um, the third type of dreams are the, are the reflective dreams. And uh, these, these types of dreams are the types of dreams that kind of um, are uh, confusing. And uh, sometimes God uh, will give these dreams to people that bear enmity or hatred uh, towards his messenger um, and uh, to show them their own reality. Uh, and to uh, you know, make them go away uh, from the believers or uh, from you know the the path that they're on, or to increase them in their own uh, transgression and lead them astray, because he knows that uh, they have no goodness in them, and they've proven that uh, through their actions and their constant fighting of the of the messenger. And uh, uh, for example, there was there was a dream that somebody had uh, with Ahmed al-Hassan and then one day they publicly stated to the imam um, in front of everybody and it's somebody who had constantly like fought against the imam and was was abusing him uh, for no reason and uh, so one day he comes in front of everybody and he says you know I had a dream that you were uh, swimming in dirty water right and uh, and the imam's response was, um, no, that wasn't me that you saw swimming in the dirty water. It was your own self. That's the meaning of the dream because the individual, uh, the brother is a mirror to his brother, right? Yeah. And so a person can, can have these reflective dreams that express what is already made up in their own mind. Yeah. In the own mind of this individual, he had already made up it, you know, and decided that that the imam is false, uh, that the imam is, is uh, you know, all of the knowledge that he preaches is dirty, and water in dreams means knowledge. And so, therefore, uh, that person... Uh, you know, sees Ahmed al-Hassan in the dirty water, but in reality, it's because of his own mind is dirty, and and he already has this image of the Imam being dirty. So God just shows him what is already in his own self and what he already thinks uh, of the Imam. So this is not a, a confirmation dream. No, this is a dream which is uh, reflective, and God's giving the person what he already decided and what he already thinks. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the way that it works also with istikhara. So with istikhara and with dreams, Alex, like they they only work it only works to ask a god 
and to receive uh, an answer. Like, so if, you, if you're ever confused about something, and istikhara is like when you're casting lots, right? Or you're, you're, you open up the Quran and you lay your eyes on a verse, uh, you know, these are all methods of communicating with God in order to obtain an answer in a time of confusion. Yeah. And uh, they always tell you, and it's mentioned in the hadith of the Al-Bayt, uh, that um, these things only work if you truly are seeking uh, a non-biased answer from God. So if in your mind you're hoping that, the, that you know, like, right. so let's say you're confused, yeah. right, on whether or not you should call your mother. You've, you've cut off ties with her for a very long time. Okay, she did bad things to you and you don't know, should I contact her or should I not contact her? You know, I'm worried that if I do contact her, bad things are going to happen. But at the same time, you know, I have a longing in my heart to contact her. I really don't know what to do. Okay, and you don't have access to the prophet or messenger of your time. So a person in something like this, you know, or a person that might, uh, somebody might come to them to propose. Somebody comes to you, uh, maybe Brother Sermat. He comes to you and he says, I would like to marry you. I want your hand in marriage. And you're unsure. Should I marry Sermat? Should I not marry Sermat? Is this going to be good for me or is it going to be bad for me? And so you decide to ask God. And, and, and usually people, when they ask God, this becomes what is called an istikhara. And you receive that answer from God either in a dream or uh, by opening up the Quran and looking at the verse, uh, you know, or casting lots or any of these methods. Yeah. It will only work if you are both options for you to marry or not to marry are equal. Right. Okay. Okay. And. Two, if you're willing to 100% submit to whatever answer you get. Okay. So if you have an idea in your head, you'll basically be shown what you want to see. Exactly. Regardless. So okay. if, if you already made up your mind that you're going to marry Sir Mad anyway, and you don't care, or, you know, regardless, like you'll just do another istikhara and another istikhara and another istikhara until you get the outcome that's desired or you're going to disregard it, God won't even partake in the istikhara. He won't answer you, wow. but instead the devil comes in and he answers you. Wow. Okay? Mm -hmm. So uh, the same thing are uh, with these uh, reflective dreams. Uh, this is exactly what that is. It's a uh, response that is given to the person, which is kind of giving them what they already want to see. They want to see... Uh, and they believe, uh, uh, you know, that somebody's in a negative light, so they'll see uh, it as they um, expect it to be. Because they've already made up their mind. Yeah. Yeah? So it talks, it's a communication from God showing a person what's already uh, inside of his own self, and it is a method whereby the, the devil will lead the individual astray. Okay, wow. Okay, so God will show Ahmed Hassan uh, in the dirty water, and then the devil comes and says, see, your thoughts were real. Just go with it now. Uh, walk away from this man, you know, or continue to attack him or whatever it is that uh, was, uh, you know, is expected to be. Wow. Um, yeah, that's so interesting. Um, it's really interesting to me, the dream you mentioned before, that the devil could come in and check. So there could be a dream that was coming true. Um, and then the devil could just add some information into it, um, make it scary. Mm -hmm. um, but also with the warning dreams, 
sometimes those dreams, if it's something, if it's a warning about something serious, sometimes those dreams would be scary as well. Um, is there a way to differentiate between the devil coming in and causing confusion in a dream and a, a true warning in a dream? Absolutely. So if you see in a in a dream, uh, you know, like a devil, then for sure this is a dream from the devil. Okay. If you see in the dream a prophet or a messenger, then anytime you see in there a prophet, a messenger, an imam from God, the devil can never uh, take the image of that prophet or that messenger. Um, and whatever the prophet or the messenger says in the dream uh, is to be taken, uh, you know, 100% as the uh, word of God. So basically any dream where you're seeing a prophet or messenger, that is 100% a true dream? What he says right. is 100% a true dream. So we go back to the dream of Fatima al-Zahra. Fatima al-Zahra, she had this dream, right? Where she saw the prophet Muhammad and she's walking with him. Yeah. You know? yeah. The devil cannot affect the dream by making the Prophet Muhammad say something that is not true. It will never happen, you know. But what the devil did is give the illusion to Fatima to Zahra. So she didn't see the Prophet uh, necessarily dying, uh, but she gets the illusion somehow in the dream. Maybe the Prophet went out of the picture and then the very end of the dream, she's uh, she sees the scene maybe where she's um, at a funeral or something like that, right? Mm. So he he'll affect the interpretation and he'll affect make you uh, he'll inject something that's not true. But anytime that you see a prophet or a messenger say something, then it is from God. Okay. Okay. Is that clear? Yeah. So those are the the uh, the types of dreams that a person uh, might have. And to go back to the, your question, basically, how do I know if the dream is from God or from the devil? We mentioned it before that any dream that you wake up from and it makes you sad, this is from the devil, okay? Um, or it's at least infiltrated uh, by 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 the devil. Um, God communicates in dreams with people through symbols. Okay, and yeah. through allegories. Yeah. Except if it's in the speech of a prophet or a messenger, it might happen as you saw it, you know, or, you know, their words might be advice that you would need to follow literally. But mainly when God speaks to human beings, he speaks to them in the language of the spirit. And the language of the spirit is in images and, and, and forms rather uh, than it being a scenario that's that's playing out, and also it's a, uh, this is the speech of the angels. They show pictures. Okay, like the dream of the prisoner who was with Joseph, and he um, dreamed that he saw birds pecking at his head, mm -hmm. um, and that meant that he was going to be crucified. Exactly. Um, but it would have been hard for him to work that out himself from the dream, I imagine. Exactly. So. Um, yeah, and I want to tell you something interesting about uh, about that, by the way, and it's it's also a warning of of how dangerous it is to um, to lie about dreams and how uh, we have to uh, always consider and treat dreams as being the words of God. So it's like sacred. If you lie against the Quran or you make up verses or you make up verses in the Bible uh, that are not part of it, uh, you'll open up yourself to receiving a curse from 
uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And uh, the same thing is, is true for dreams. Uh, if, you, if you say that you saw something in a dream and you didn't see it, it's the same thing happens where you open yourself up to receiving a curse from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So dreams are treated uh, in Islam as being uh, at the same level of sanctity and holiness almost as the uh, holy scriptures um, of God and the Prophet Muhammad, he treated them uh, as such and he would always ask his companions what they saw and he would, um, you know, be 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 treating them as if they were inspiration uh, from God, just like Gabriel would bring down a message on it and he's interested in receiving that message. And the same thing with his companions. He'd be interested to hear what their dreams were and uh, to uh, receive from that information that would apply to his, uh, his uh, community. And there's a hadith that states that actually the dreamers that were with Joseph, um, these cellmates that were, that were with him, that they, when they, they went to Joseph and the guy tells Joseph, the, the prisoner, the inmate, tells Joseph, Joseph, um, you know, because he heard him like interpreting dreams of other people day and night. So he kind of was skeptical. He had that dad voice or whatever voice uh, was telling him, hey, like, this is nonsense. Don't believe in that. Yeah. And so what did, what did he do? He decides that he is going to test Joseph and prove that he's lying. Oh, right. And so the narration states that he makes up the dream. He goes up to him and he says, hey, you know, I saw a dream last night, you know, that, that there was, uh, you know, a crow that was crows that were eating from my, uh, from my head. And I was carrying like this basket on my head of, of bread and they're eating from it. What do you think about that? What's the interpretation of that? And then Joseph interprets it and says that what that means is that you're going to die in three days and be crucified and wow. the birds are going to eat from your head. And then wow. in response to that, the man says, um, you're a liar because I never saw that. Actually, I was tricking you. Oh, and wow. then Joseph's response was, you know, the matter, the matter in which you guys were asking about is now been determined. It's done. Wow. Meaning what? Meaning if you lie about a dream and it's interpreted or not interpreted, a lie about a dream could make the curse of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fall down upon you and it could make the, the dream which you were lying about actually to come true even if it wasn't true that you saw it. Wow, that's amazing. So that man, he was never going to be crucified before. He was he never going to be crucified, but now oh because he made up a dream, yeah, and that was actually, he made up a dream because he don't know the symbols of dreams when Joseph interpreted it, and that's what it meant, it ended up being true. And then three days later, uh, he was crucified, and wow. the other guy who was honest about his dream, he ends up being uh, released to the one who saw that he was uh, squeezing the grapes uh, you know, to make wine for his, uh, for his master. Wow. Yeah, so uh, dreams are an extremely uh, holy uh, topic and, um, and uh, a holy science. And uh, uh, the dreams of people were, 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 you know, and are to be taken, taken uh, seriously. And they were taken seriously by the ancient peoples. And there were even uh, particular women 
that or like uh, prophetesses and 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 individuals that were seen as oracles or constantly getting visions and uh, they were uh, made to live in temples and kind of float in in uh, pools of water and their job would be to constantly receive for the king or for uh, the governor or or for the people that would visit the temple uh, information and uh, uh, we have examples of prophets that would go and visit uh, oracles uh, for information like Socrates. Uh, we have also Alexander the Great and other than them that would consult uh, dreamers. Uh, you have, I mentioned it before, the Prophet Muhammad consulting uh, his companions about the types of dreams that they had. Joseph interpreting the dreams. Jacob was a dreamer. Abraham was praised for following his dream and uh, and rewarded for that and we spoke before about how any prophet in order to even be considered to be a prophet he had to take his dreams seriously because that was the step that preceded prophethood and that continued after uh, prophethood itself and uh, we have something which is called lucid dreaming that people ask about and i think we'll we'll end on that note uh, for now uh, since uh, we've been talking for a while but the lucid dreaming is 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 the the type of dream whereby an individual goes to sleep and he sees uh, things in his dream or travels somewhere in his dream but he's able to control uh, the events of the dream consciously so he's in the dream consciously aware that he or she is dreaming and they're able to uh, manipulate the dream or explore in the dream or do whatever it is um, that they want to uh, to do in the dream yeah. and uh, these types of dreams are not considered to be communications um, uh, from god at all uh, nor are they communications uh, from the devil or any other entity but uh, lucid dreams are actually uh, not dreams at all they're they're fact that is taking place uh, on the ground a lucid dream is when the spirit manages to successfully travel to another world uh, wow. which we call the world of reality or the world of truth alam uh, al-haqiqa and this is the 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 kind of like the world of the true forms that uh, socrates and plato uh, spoke about uh, and uh, where uh, this soul is able to kind of take a walk in the in the park during the night um, and then return back to uh, to its body. So whatever wow. he sees there, it actually took place. It actually happened. He actually experienced these things while he was sleeping. But none of it is reflective of a prophecy that uh, is going to happen in this physical world. Rather, it's all pertaining uh, to that world that he was visiting in. Oh, okay. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's actually something that an individual can uh, train themselves uh, to uh to know how to do there's different techniques and methods uh that a person can uh, practice in order to um you know uh to obtain these uh this gift so yeah that's in short and inshallah maybe we can do a whole episode uh about uh, traveling through the astral planes and exploring also 
uh, the techniques that the prophets gave, uh, uh, like Krishna and Arjuna and Buddha and other than them and what they spoke about meditation and the mind and dreams and how a person can actually use the brain or the mind to travel uh, to distant planets and and worlds and uh, places in the heavens and and also mention how uh, there's a lot of declassified uh, documents from the CIA um, and uh, special programs that America and other and the FBI um, had implemented whereby they were they realized that the mind is such a powerful uh, tool and they um, you know and they document in there that they they basically brought people uh, citizens uh, or or soldiers and they trained them on how to remote view distant locations in order to obtain information from the ether from the heavens about wow. events that are going to take place or events that are happening right now so they they were able to spot enemy uh, ships that were in the ocean uh, satellites they were able to uh, see events that took place on on uh, other planets including uh, mars uh, there's a famous document which speaks about uh, how uh, you know how an individual is able to travel back in time and to see and and in his body, uh, you know his his dream body was able to manifest on Mars and even one of the creatures over there became aware of him and he saw the whole how Mars was was inhabited before you know, by creatures and and how it became uh, extinct and and uh, you you see then that that the the CIA, the FBI, the government is treating this information, and they're writing documents on it, and they're and they're treating it like it's gold. Uh, they're <sighs> believing in it, and it's and it's it's uh, it's crazy how how uh, the prophets and the messengers they took these visions and these dreams and these experiences as real, and they put a strong emphasis on it. And even today, now it has become uh, in the open uh, clear that governments and agencies and people who are extremely intelligence uh, intelligent and and uh, and in very high positions, uh, you know, and and have a lot of uh, credentials uh, have taken also the information that a person's mind can get from the ether uh, extremely seriously. And uh, those two things alone should uh, make a person reflect and 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 seek to uh, develop uh, their own uh, seeing abilities and to use the eye of the mind uh, as a tool to communicate with God and His angels and to uh, discover the hidden realms of the unseen. Well, anyway, God bless you, Alexandra, and I look forward to another episode. And thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much. That was incredible and really mind blowing. Um, yeah, it was just um, so amazing to hear everything that you've just said. And I think it's showing us that dreams is just really like a way out of the limitations that we face living in this world. Um, and yeah, strengthening our connection with God. Um, and it was really amazing to hear that Adam gave the first people these dreams and that's what made them believe um, in other worlds. And yeah, thank you so much. It was really thank incredible Thank you so to much. Hear. God bless you, thank and, you. And, and thank you for 
for believing in your dreams, Alexandra, and and for being brave enough uh, to to take your dreams so seriously and to follow in the footsteps of the prophets and the messengers that you uh, you know came out of a a British society, uh, you know, and, and dreams were part of the reason that that you know that you believed in this Dawa and part of the reason why you would you would go from a background that is so foreign to what it is that we believe in and would make you hold on so tight to the will of the Prophet Muhammad and to Ahmed Hassan uh, and to me. Uh, God bless you. May God increase in your dreams always. And it's always a pleasure to hear them from you. And, and our viewers, um, you know, maybe they don't know this, but you're, uh, you're one of our greatest dreamers here in the community. So uh, thank you so much once again. Thank you so much, Father. Thank you. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam.